Welcome to the family with Tevin Pittman, co-host Catherine Brandt, and Andy Brent Bernard. I think it's great that Tevin was in for roll call this time. Roll call. Unlike the first one. I show up when I want. Uh, I'll be here when I want to be. Okay. You're not the boss of me. We'll be right back. Great second hour coming up, ladies and gentlemen. We got uh, Michelle from Man Theaters. I love her. She's a wonderful person. We're going to talk about Man Theaters opening again. and I, Man Plymouth, baby. That's where Catherine and I go. We love it. Yep. Also coming up, Kostaki Economopolis, Tevin Pittman in studio right after this. Tom here for my friends at Walzer Automotive Group with some exciting news. Walzer's rolling out Walzer Care on new and most used cars they sell in Minnesota. Well, Walzer Care is a powertrain warranty with coverage for 10 years or 150,000 miles. Powertrain coverage is like major medical coverage for your car. Engines, transmissions, all the really expensive stuff is covered. In addition, Walzer Care includes 24-hour roadside assistance. Lock your keys in your car, run out of gas, have a flat tire. Guess what? Walzer has your back. The best thing about Walzer Care, it's free with purchase. That's right, I said free. So, if you're shopping for a new or used Subaru, Honda, Nissan, Mazda, Toyota, Buick, GMC, Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, Ram, Hyundai, or Chevrolet, see my friends at Walzer. And get Walzer Care for free. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw and Bryant. So what's the latest? The well, latest is we're representing people who are injured through no fault of their own. Uh, people come to us. We talk to them about what their rights are. We talk to them about things that, you know, adjusters would call them up and ask them about. And we represent people in order to get them justice for the injured. And have been for a long time. Very, very successful. No question. I, I, you know, I do meet a lot of your clients. They come up to me on the street and whatever, and they talk about this, that, or the other thing. And they both say, why do you guys hang out with Doug Sprinthal? <laughs> and I just had no answer. For <laughs> he just looks away, you big baby. In any case, that's the whole deal. So people, they got any problem whatsoever, personal injury or other legal problems, whatever, they just reach out to Brad, Sean, Bryant. Yeah, Joe and I have both been president of the trial lawyers for the state. So we talk to people about all sorts of issues. The consultation is always free, and that's what we do. Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean, Bryant. We're rocking out, man. Andy, I have to turn. Are you a big video game player? A huge video game player. Are you? Yep. Like the. That's why he never knows what time it is. Yeah. That's true. Oh, it's Monday? I didn't know it was Monday. He's gaming. Just one more level. All that matters is what time it is in Hyrule. (laughs) Yep. Uh, So you and Andy will have to handle this one. One of the biggest video games ditched police cars. There are no more. Police cars in Fortnite. Oh, wow. Okay. Whatever. Yeah. I'm not I'm 12 not a, years old, so yeah. I don't care. Fortnite's a... Yes. Yeah, it's... it's Mostly it's kids. A, it's a young kids game. Ah. Yes, it yeah. is. Oh, Fortnite is? Yeah. <clears throat> so why did they... Why are they... I'm staring... If they don't stop with this thing with the cops, everybody's going to be dead. Yeah. Well, if it, I, in Fortnite... I mean, normally I would disagree with the change because in most cases it would probably be like a knee-jerk reaction to just people complaining on Twitter. But I have a feeling in this case it was because, you know, given that the player base of Fortnite is so young and stupid and they think they're funny when they're not, I have a feeling there was a lot of... Oh, well. well, Tell us how you really feel. It's true. If you've ever met a young teenager, you know what I'm talking about. But yeah, I have a feeling horrendous. they were doing a lot of staging shots of people running over black people in police cars. Oh, you can do that? You can run over anyone in any car. 
Really? Mm-hmm. Fortnite? Yeah. Oh. Why nice. would you do that, though? Because they think they're funny. So many of those games it's are to awful. Kill Black I mean, they're yeah. awful. So yeah, they really violent. Are. Oh, yeah. Terrible. I, I spent enough time on the internet to know that that's what kids, edgy kids think is funny, is they reference, they'll, you know, they'll, like, put a swastika in the game and take a screenshot of it and go, look how edgy I am, everybody, you know. That's just, God, that's just how kids oh are. God. They're dumb. That's disgusting. <clears throat> well, they don't they don't actually know what they're doing or believe in what they're doing. No. It's they just they, want attention. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like, and there's no, like, worse place if you could listen to, like, people talk as oh, a video game really? chat room. Yeah, oh, really? You'll hear some of the most foul things really? that you've ever heard really? in the history um, of... My favorite was this, like, it was like 10 years ago. Uh, it was audio from uh, Counter-Strike. Mm-hmm. And there was this kid. He was probably like eight years old going, pick up a wheel gun. <laughs> pick up a wheel gun? Yeah. Like, like I'm going gonna, gonna to kill you, motherfucker. <laughs> just, like, nice. He was like eight years eight old. Nice yeah. parenting. Oh, yeah. Parents, if you think like, you have sweet kids, like listen to them while they're playing video oh, games. And this they will... one. This one. Some of his friends would come upstairs embarrassed because he was swearing a blue streak mm-hmm. well, on just, watching. I was just mad all the time when I was a kid. So. Not yeah. you. When I you don't were remember playing, that. Yeah, I remember you just pounding the shit out of stuff downstairs when you were playing those games. Mm-hmm. We especially, all... if, yeah, especially if you're losing. That's when That's when the true, like, mm. you mother <laughs> just... And then it's like the young kids saying, like, the older people, like, you're probably sitting in your mom's basement, blah, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Yeah. yeah, it's all... it's. It's a good time. Well, you like, can you I... imagine a game like an NFL match? You know, two it's like it's like you know the Super Bowl, and one of the teams has a bunch of people like going around dropping the ball on purpose because they think it's funny. And <laughs> can you imagine the rage? <laughs> That's what people do online. Yeah. They join games. They join your team, and then they'll like you know, like in Battlefield. You just like go up to a plane and you take off and crash yourself into a mountain on purpose just because it's funny. <laughs> right. People who take the game seriously don't like that. Oh. No, they don't. I was never no. one of those people for Battlefield. I was yep. one of the people crashing planes into mountains, but, you know. <laughs> Do you guys ever notice that the people who get really enraged playing video games that are on, on like, <clears throat> video, the people who get really mad... They always weigh about 500 pounds. Well, yes. <laughs> it's like, calm down. You're going to have a heart attack. Like Cheeto dust ticks. around the yeah, mouth. Cheeto like, dust. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're all really big guys. And not muscular. They're they're well, not no. muscular. Don't get me wrong. Like it's hard to stay muscular yeah. when you play Playing video games. Playing video games all day doesn't necessarily uh, keep the physique the in. What's, what's the name of the video guy on The Simpsons? Another Simpsons record. Comic book guy? Yeah. Does he have a name? Uh, is he just comic book guy? They gave him a name after like 15 seasons. I don't remember. It was like... Was it just like Gary or yeah, something? Yeah, they gave him just like some... Uh, let's see. Jeff Albertson. Jeff. Okay. Oh. Because they were waiting. everyone was waiting to hear his name. They thought it was going to be some hilarious thing. And they were <laughs> like, no, it's Jeff. No, it's oh, Jeff. My name is Jeff. That's it. I'm Jeff, the oh, comic Jeff. book guy. Yep. I do like the way he speaks, however. <laughs> that is hilarious. Why I don't you pick up a real gun? <laughs> Why don't you pick up a real gun? Simpson's still after how many? What is it now? Oh 30 God. years or at 30, least? 35 I think it's years? 
36 as years. You. It's just about as old as me. Yeah, yeah. 31 seasons. 31 seasons. 30 1999. And I can say, I don't think I've ever actually seen an entire episode of The Simpsons. No? Oh, no, really? No. Wow. I was Damn, never funny. a huge... I was never, Racist? <laughs> I was never you don't like yellow sport. people? Is that no, what you're saying? there's not a black people. Yeah, yeah, no. No, uh, Melissa never watched it either. Yeah, I never got into it. Racist. I remember when we first started, well, you wanted to watch it, and I was like, no, no, Bart is a bad influence. He's a terrible child. I don't want you watching that. And then all of a sudden, you two would be watching it laughing your asses off. Oh, my God. I thought I lost that again. Bart is a bad influence, and yet I read Calvin and Hobbes all day back then. Calvin was every bit as bad as Bart. This is true. So there is that. Bart always did have to pay the price for his. Yeah. God, I was just thinking, Alex's, the year Alex was born, The Simpsons and America's Funny Stone Videos both started. Yeah, there really? you go. They're still around. They've been around for 31 years. Pretty Jeez. crazy. That's amazing. Well, last night, Dad's like, ooh, let's watch AFE. I'm like, okay. <laughs> and poor Alfonso sitting there with nobody. Alone. Alone. <laughs> He's just sitting there doing the show in the studio. Yeah. He's like, yeah, I've got a social distance. <laughs> and he's like trying to do it. It was like, it looked so hard. Oh, yeah. It was it's terrible. It's called America's Funniest Videos, not America's Greatest audiences <laughs> right yeah like, oh god he had a heart attack in the really, oh i felt so sorry for him i was um, like man that must have been he's a good tough. guy actually he yeah. seems like a good yeah guy. he's been on the show several times he's just a really nice guy he also calls me buddy how you doing buddy how's everything going buddy yeah he's a really good guy yeah that was uh sad <laughs> Well. He didn't even do the Carlton. I thought he'd break into the Carlton dance. I but think he's, he's so sick of doing that dance. He has one of like the like a part of one of the greatest shows in the history of television, yes. and then he's just known for doing this yep. little Carlton oh, dance. He's a great dance, though. Oh yeah, uh, he's a phenomenal actor and dancer, but. He is. Do the dance. Do the dance. Yeah. Do the dance. I'd ask please. him to do the dance if I saw him. I'd do it with him. Like, <laughs> and he'd probably say, "I've moved oh, on." I like. I remember watching that show as a kid, and like I would see. do the. I would do the dance, and like it got to the point where like my mom, when people would come over, she'd be like, "Tevin, do the Carlton dance." Oh my god! Do I was like. <laughs> Here, well, here I'm your are. mom right now. Do the Carlton yeah, dance. No. Right in front of the camera. Not be doing the Carlton Why not? One, it's bad. And it's a disrespect to Alfonso. You don't really love no. me, do you? I, I do. I do. <laughs> I do. What the hell is my Father's Day card? Okay, I, I messed up. Yeah. I was going to bring an uh-huh. edible arrangement today because uh-huh. I was like, what do you get the guy that has uh-huh. everything? Food. Yeah, yeah, okay. That's right. I got a really nice one from Mike Molina. It was very sweet. Oh, I didn't oh, read did it. Oh, you? Yeah, very, very nice. Hmm. He, just, he texts uh, me every once in a while. How's it going? Checking in. Yeah. So is he still out in uh, New York, New mm-hmm. Jersey? New York? Yep, he is indeed doing well. He is. Mike Molina, the world's biggest Italian. What is he, like 6'5"? Weighs about, well, although he, he got down to like 240. I would hate yeah. being in He's Manhattan on lockdown. That would be <laughs> oh, yeah. Awful. That would be terrible. Except for you can get anything 24 hours a day delivered right. to your house, so who cares? Yeah, but it's still. No, it would be terrible. I yeah. agree with you. Let me talk about living on a cruise ship. You're in your little tiny stateroom. <laughs> yeah, true. for real. Or you've got like 10 paying, roommates right, uh, like you're stuck with. $3,000 for a room this size. Oh, oh, no. Oh, no, no, no. Give me the farm. Give me the <clears throat> Send me the, the home where the buffalo roam. Yeah, there's a lot of talk in the real estate world about the fact that all you know properties in major met- metropolitan areas, not only because of all of the COVID and... Um, Rioting, but also just because people have 
been working for, remotely. Mm-hmm. They're like, I don't need to live downtown yeah. and pay right, this kind right, of money right. to live downtown. Yep. It, it used to be everybody, it was like the biggest thing. Everybody needed to live downtown so they could walk, yep. no right. cars. Right. And, mm-hmm. and now it's every. Uh, I don't, I don't need to pay 50% more to live downtown. Well, so it's going to be interesting to see what happens with real estate downtown. I did the walk everywhere life in St. Louis Park here. Yeah. I didn't have to go to the city for that. There's but no you, reason to live downtown. None. Well, I unless, would not unless you live right downtown and you want to live that life where you just don't have to right. walk anywhere. Then you're right. I mean, the, yeah, the ride only, anywhere. The only reason I would live downtown would be if you're like, Frequently going out downtown, yeah. Like then, like okay, yeah. Which who does that anymore? Yeah, no. (laughs) That's been a while. You can't walk down the streets after dark. No. Yeah, that's the thing is, yeah, you're not going to go out to dinner downtown. That's been for years. That's been for years. You really can't go out after ten. No. We got to take a break. Be back, ladies and gentlemen. Michelle Mann will join us. Coming up, Michelle from Man Theaters. I love Man Theaters, and we'll be back with the family. Tom Bernard here, and here with me is the CEO of North American Banking Company, Michael Bilski. Tell me, Michael, I was reading on your website about a customer near where I grew up, North Minneapolis. They were specifically looking for a community bank. That's right, Tommy, Prestige Products. They had been with another community bank, but when their bank was acquired by a large regional bank, the owner felt like they were just seeing his business for the numbers on the page and not really understanding his long-term plans. So we met with a number of community banks in the area, including us. Luke at our branch in Shoreview met with the owner. They hit it off, and Prestige Products chose to work with us. Incidentally, their favorite part of working with Luke is that he gets excited about the same things that are important to them. Having a clear understanding of your long-term goals makes for a great relationship and our difference maker for your business. Why not bank with my banker? North American Banking Company, a better banking experience. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. 2020 never looks so good. Tom Bernard here for Whiting Clinic LASIK and Cataract. With 2020 upon us, it's time to ditch the contacts and pitch the glasses. Take it from me. It's one of the best things you can do for yourself in the new year. I've never looked back from having LASIK myself. And with Dr. Whiting's unsurpassed experience, you can trust you're amongst the best in the business. Call 855-554-2020 or visit whitingclinic.com online to schedule your free LASIK consultation. The great people at Whiting Clinic will take fantastic care of you, just like they did for me. Call 855-554-2020 or visit whitingclinic.com online to schedule your free LASIK consultation. Imagine 2020 or better in 2020. And let 2020 be your best year yet with LASIK at Whiting Clinic. LASIK results may vary. Talk to your Whiting Clinic doctor about your individual outcome potential. So our guests ready to go? Yes. It's about time you open your doors, Michelle. I know. Tell me about it. (laughs) Tell me about it. (laughs) So what's the latest? Well, the latest is um, we're so excited that we're opening All Man Theaters this Friday, June 26th. You know, a lot of things have changed, obviously, in the last three months. So we're going to be following following a lot of different standards and guidelines, you know, from the CDC. We're also, unfortunately, cutting down our show times to only three a day versus right. five a day, you know, to give plenty of time in between. Also, Hollywood, I'm sure you guys have seen, has pushed back all of their titles to mid-July, end of July. And mm-hmm. so we're going to be opening with repertory product, 
which is kind of cool. You know, mm-hmm. it's going to give those people that haven't seen a lot of those great films in the theaters before. So we're going to be opening with repertory, and we're also only opening at 25% capacity in each auditorium. Do I have to make a reservation to get in? Well, you don't have to, but it's awesome that you still can. You can go online and buy your tickets. And no, that's true. Seat, you know, but one thing that's cool, Tom, is, is we're the first theater in the state of Minnesota to make a pop-up drive-in at our Champlin location that we premiered on Friday Phenomenal. Night. I know. It is beyond exciting. So we started on Friday night, and it was such a success. We, show, we had uh, Grease and Back to the Future on, oh. and titles are going to change weekly. And um, it was just amazing and also really cool. We now have a patio that we're serving liquor, we're serving you food, and then car side as well. So if you don't want to go inside to order concessions, you can order it right from your car. Are you going to do any more pop-ups anywhere else in other locations? Well, you know what? It just depends. Um, it's so expensive, you guys. That's the only reason that oh, it's yeah. done this long. You yeah. know what I mean? We would have done it so much sooner. So for sure, obviously, at Champlain right now, and we're hoping to expand it. We'll see. What Do you know when you might go to, like, 50% capacity? Is there any early indication when that might happen? Yeah, we're hoping we're hoping to lie. We're hoping to lie. So Steve Mann, our, our CEO, has been in talks with quite a few of the people that are linked right in with the governor, and they're tell, they've been telling us that we're, we're hoping and expecting some time in July. Can we do, because this is something I've been talking about on the air, and I never even thought about this. I should have called you before. We should do... A KQ morning show, Tom Bernard podcast, showing of The Godfather. Because l- most people have never seen it in a theater, and it's a different movie in theaters. And since you're only doing three a day anyway, the four hours wouldn't matter that much. Tom can right. stand up in front of the screen and reenact the entire thing because he's watched it so many times. I could read word for word. I could just lay it out. Yeah, he can just do it. <laughs> How do, you, how do you pick which titles you're going to go with? Are you trying to go with lighter subjects like Back to the Future? Yeah, we are. Um, yeah. We do rely a lot on, on our film layer that we have that makes all the negotiations with film companies. So we, we rely heavily on his advice and, of course, you know, what, what is available. That's a whole other thing. Right. Too. But, yes, we're trying to go with lighter titles, definitely. I don't know. I think it, that's yeah. uh, well. Don't want to get anybody all whipped in. up in today's right. no. atmosphere. No. And when no, people when people show up, is it like you have to wear a mask and like gloves or anything like that, or do you, can you just watch it no face covering? You can watch it no face covering. However, we are encouraging highly that you do wear face coverings, and of course, all of our employees are wearing face masks mm-hmm. and gloves. And uh, Michelle told me earlier that Tevin, if you come, you have to wear pants. See, that's, 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 a, that's a definite Yeah, that's, that's where I draw the line. I'm a no pants in the movie theater guy. In a movie theater, that'd <laughs> well, be good. You could okay. do short shorts. If <laughs> <laughs> you really want to. would be like Pee Wee Herman. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. But, uh, no, I just think it's a great I, I'm so happy that, that you got the drive-in open. Hopefully it'll, yeah. it'll uh, you know, not to put too big a dent in your finances, because it is expensive, I do understand that, but getting them... So how many how many actual theaters are you going to open in the next uh, week? So we're going to be opening seven. Oh. Is Plymouth one of them? Yes, of course. Oh, uh, yeah, baby. Dream Michelle, loungers. you're my favorite. <laughs> <Yeah>. Dream loungers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> or what, what are they called? Is that, that's actually what they're called, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Well, that's... Okay. It's, they, they are. They are called dream loungers, or we call them luxury man recliners. 
Oh. Yeah, manly recliner. Yeah. Manly recliner. Catherine, you don't yep. get one. It's like yes. the grown-up version of a lazy boy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah there you go. <laughs> so, Michelle, how have you been? Oh, Uh-oh. man, he's got a call. It's Polly. Oh, Polly, we'll get to Polly. We will. Um, so, Michelle. Yeah. You're doing well? I haven't talked to you in a while. I know, I know. Yes, we are doing well. I am doing well. Thank you so much. We've... You know, one thing that's been really cool, Tom, that we did during this time of shutdown is we offered curbside popcorn every Saturday at all of our locations. Yeah. Yeah. So that was amazing to see the community support. It was unbelievable and overwhelming. It was just wonderful. And then we were donating 10% of our profits to uh, the Response and Recovery Center for United Way, which affects Minnesotans that have COVID-19. So that was was really incredible, the love and support. So um, we've just been... You know, really, really thankful. Really thankful for everybody's support in the community. Well, you do a great job. Man, theaters are terrific theaters anyway. Are you going to uh, to find time to call into the morning show as well? Yes, absolutely. Okay, do you do you need... Actually, the best thing to probably do will be just call 651-989-ROCK, and then you can just be on the talk and text line, because then you can call whenever you feel like it. Right, that sounds, that sounds great. But I'm so happy you called. You made me very, very happy knowing... Because for me... You know, the selfishly, 25 to 50% is about all I can stand anyway. <laughs> it's too much more crowded. I know. I hear, yep, I hear you talk often about people on their cell phones. And uh, listen, I'm with you. I'm with you. Is there anything we could do about that in the future, Michelle? It's like, I'm sorry, you got to put your cell phone away. You cannot have your cell phone out. Yeah, yeah. So we're, we're absolutely going to have our ushers be coming in to monitor it oh, quite more often. The greatest. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the talking. I mean, Andy and I went to see Jumanji 2 in Florida. Yep. We saw it and the Saturday. What, these seats were like $25 because the seats would move along with the motion of the yep. film, okay. that whole deal. Yep. And there were three young girls, and they were about 15, 16 years old, yep. came and sat right next to us. They didn't pay for the seats, of course, but they came and sat next to us. And all they did was sit on their phones and talk full voice to one another. That's terrible. It's like, what are you doing? Why are you even here? You're not watching right? a movie. Yep. Yep. So, no, we are going to be having people monitor it a lot more closely because we completely understand if, you, if you're going to do that, then just stay home and watch the movie. Yeah, so, absolutely. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yep. that's exactly I'm right. With you. So, Michelle, we're looking forward to having you on the, uh, on the uh, morning show one day this week, whenever you can do it. We look Perfect. forward to So you're opening Friday at what time? We're opening Friday the 26th. First show time will be roughly between 11.30 a.m. and noon. Well, that's cool. And you're going to do three, uh, three showings a day for right now. Three showings a day, and then the drive-ins Friday, Saturday, Sunday, starting at 10 p.m. is the first show. So, Michelle, how many man, uh, how many mans have, have uh, generations of mans now? How many in the movie? Yeah, group? so so my brother and I will be the third generation man owning our company someday. Currently, our father Steve still is right. active. You know, he's active and he's our CEO. But yeah, it was my grandfather in 1937 with my great uncle Ted Mann, and then on to my my father Steve Mann and his brother Benji Mann, and then next will be my brother and I. So wait, so the, the great uncle, the great uncle was your great uncle. Yes, that's correct. Which was my father's uncle. Yep. So that actually, it's four generations. Yes, technically, yes. God, that's phenomenal. Because I know you've been around. Um, what did you? Now you guys didn't own the Homewood in North Minneapolis, did you? Or did you? What? What was it called? I'm sorry. It was called the Homewood in, in North Minneapolis. It was a, well, the Tella neighborhood burned down in 67, but it was Homewood Bowl and Homewood Theater was right in it. It's just that neighborhood is still called the Homewood District. But Okay. 
Yeah, I just the, the Man Theater downtown Minneapolis is always one of my my favorites. And the Michelle, several years ago, you just started calling into the show. That's how I got to know Michelle. It was wonderful. Yeah, and did, Tom, did you ever go to the Man France Drive-In? Oh God, all the time, Man France. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. kind of bringing back that nostalgic for people that went to the Man France Drive-In at our Champlain Drive-In. I so, suppose. Yeah, that's true. Oh, it's so cool to talk to people that are like, "Oh, we went to that our whole life when we were kids." Yeah. It would be right on France Avenue and 494 today. That'd be what, like Trader Joe's and all that stuff is there now? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, that's exactly right. Michelle, thank you so much for reaching out to us, and I can't wait to talk to you on the morning show, and uh, we'll get something set up, and, and uh, I definitely want to come out and, and see a movie next week. Please, please do. And you call me about that Godfather, and, you know, let's maybe, let's maybe work something out. I think it would be so cool to go see yeah. the Godfather in a movie theater again. That would be wonderful. He's already got the car to drive up in. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> you know, I, I buy black sedans. Yeah. So my wife insists sure that does. I will only drive mafia cars. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Well, then you'd fit perfect for it. <laughs> then I would fit perfectly with the Godfather. Yeah. All right, my dear, we will talk to you very, very soon. I'll see you next week. <clears throat> Sounds great. Thanks so much, Tom. Thank you, Michelle. Bye. Michelle, ladies and gentlemen, the four generations of mans now oh, at the Man Theater. Paul, you got a comment before we uh, oh, yeah, before on we to go to the yeah. Apparently not. No, not there. Oh. Polly. I thought I just heard him. That's all right. Oh, man. yeah. Hey. Well, there he is. It's me. What's up, Polly? Yeah. Was Cesario, Cesario on yet? I, I might have missed it. No, you missed it. Yeah, he was on for 20 minutes about a half hour ago. Oh, son of a bitch. We'll have him call you, Polly. Thank Polly. Oh, okay, Polly. Maybe. yeah, maybe. Thanks a lot, yeah, Polly. Maybe. Have a no, good I'm day. still here. Hey, say- I, got, I want to tell you guys something. What? Um, I, I, I live in St. Cloud, you know, mm-hmm. I'm up here in St. Cloud and I moved in here from the country. Um, I was just, uh, you know, my closest neighbor was a mile away. Now I live here in St. Cloud. My closest neighbor is like right next door and all that. Mm-hmm. And, um, I talked to the St. Cloud police chief, um, Blair Anderson, and I talked to the mayor and they're going to be calling me later today. And, um, it's weird because when you live in, I'm you know growing up in the country and stuff like that, you you don't realize how close everybody lives together. You oh know? yeah, oh yeah. oh yeah. Every house, every house you go by is um, you know they got a different you know this one's got petunias, that one's got felonies, that one's got whatever. As you go down and get Ding Street, and um, and then you call the police chief. And he just says, okay, yeah, I'll talk to you. You know, that doesn't happen when you live out in the country. No, I suppose that is um, true. I don't know. I know you're from, uh, you know, you, you said you grew up in North Minneapolis and all that mm-hmm. stuff. Yep. And I, I, I kind of want to know Andy's perspective about where he grew up and what he thinks about um, what's going on now. Yeah, well, I can tell you moving into Minneapolis for the first time was definitely a, uh, it was not quite a Beverly Hillbillies situation, but it was, uh, it was close enough. Because, you know, I grew up out in Dayton where you could detonate a bomb in your yard and no one would care. (laughs) And then I moved into Minneapolis and it's like, if you... Tim McVeigh, Tim McVeigh was, uh, he used to rent from me. 
He did? What? Timmy. No, just kidding. Wait, no, Tim? that guy that ate people, though, I do him. The Oklahoma City bomber. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, um, no, I'm talking about the guy from Wisconsin, I like to eat people. Oh, God, yeah, who oh, was Jeffrey oh, it's a Dahmer? Jeffrey Dahmer? No, he's talking about Ed Yeah, Gein. yeah, yeah. yeah talking about Ed Gein. Mm. Yeah, he's a great guy. <laughs> oh, God, you're unbelievable, Polly. All right, Pally, we got to get Kostaki on, but call, keep calling in, Polly. Thank you. All right, thank you, say bye. Okay, bye. bye. We'll be back with Kostaki right after this. Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Right now, Sabre and Bryant are teaming up to offer 0% financing for 36 months when you buy a new Bryant furnace. This is the perfect time to replace your old furnace with a new trouble-free, energy-efficient furnace from Sabre. And when you buy Bryant equipment, you're getting one of the most trusted names in the industry. This 0% offer is available for a limited time. Call Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning to find out more, and please tell them that Tom sent you. Saber and Bryant, whatever it takes. Northern Metal Fab right off the interstate in Baldwin, Wisconsin, is a custom job shop specializing in large-scale projects. Northern Metal Fab is now hiring for all positions, including welders, painters, and inspectors, to provide quality craftsmanship to their customers. Northern Metal Fab is growing, and their growth is your opportunity. Northern Metal Fab offers competitive pay, excellent benefits, and more. Apply online today at nmfinc.com. That's nmfinc.com. Northern Metal Fab is an equal opportunity employer. Do, 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 do. I have a question for you. Did you throw this shirt away? <laughs> Why would I ever do that? Did you throw my shirt Uh-oh. away? Because I can't find I think that's a yes. I've thrown some of your shirts away. Well, I don't know if it was that one. In, in Catherine's particular. defense, if she threw the shirt away, then it probably needed to go. Like, I tolerate to, yeah. really bad shirts on you for what are you a long talking time. About? You wear some. Shirts. You wear some shirts for like twenty years. Love it's it. like enough. Yeah. Enough with the shirts. It's all about the comfort. I've, I've lived my life, my fashion life, by accepting advice from all women that tell me I look good in a certain shirt, or anybody in the LGBT LGBT community that tells me I look good in there like a go. type of clothing. Because yep. like, if you guys are going to compliment me, then I'm going to wear it again. Yep. So that's what? that's because the advice we know. That I give we you. know things. We know things. I'm I'm very uh, I'm. A lot of guys seem to be fashionably challenged. Yeah. Fashionably, mm-hmm. I'm fashionably apathetic. Yes, yeah. you were another one. He would wear the same shirt for mm-hmm. eight centuries. If it's not broke, don't if fix it. If it didn't, if it didn't have a hole in it, or even <laughs> if it had a hole in it, yeah. he might still wear it. <laughs> it protects me from the elements. It does what it's designed to do. And I just... can, can I? I'd hate to pivot, but can I say something? I'm not sponsored by these people, but I had a life-changing experience eating a chicken sandwich from Nashville Coop. It's a food truck. I heard that's really good. If Nashville. you have not eaten at Nashville Coop, I haven't. Go to this mm. chicken sandwich food shop and it'll change Where your life. It? Uh they they have one that usually is in Minneapolis and one is that's in St. That's Paul. Oh, it's a food truck. Yeah. So oh, you have uh, to like you log on to the, you go into Instagram or find them on uh, social media and they'll say we're at a certain location. Right. Phenomenal. What's, is it got honey on it? It's like it's just a like a hot chicken sandwich. It's like chicken strips coleslaw they have this like mayo based sauce that goes on it and it's phenomenal really yeah we need to get some third party input so everyone knows what you mean when you say that one italian song (laughs) are there any that one greek songs that one greek song that one greek song what do you think Astaki? hey guys anything that anything if you say like what's the stereotypical greek song 
If I, uh, I, I hate to say this because it's disparaging of my, my countrymen, but are they different from each other? <laughs> that's true. Anything with a bazooki, it all sounds Yeah, that's true. Yeah, well, it's like my bohemian relatives. It's polkas. I mean, all polkas really do sound the same. They sound the exact same. That's their I would love to see Tevin Pittman dance a polka. I've not danced a polka. They're fun, but actually. My, it's fun. My mom, when she got remarried, had a polka-themed wedding. Yeah. Polka polka themed wedding. I didn't. I guess I don't. I didn't do a like a polka dance, but yeah, they had a polka. Did the man go? Hey, we're a polka man. What's he doing here? <laughs> right I'm telling you, it's actually kind of fun. It gets your heart rate up. It's a little bit of mm. exercise. Thank you, boys. <laughs> Love Lawrence Welk. My favorite Lawrence Welk of all time. You want to know what reference that is, Kostaki? Yeah, what's that? <laughs> Lawrence Welk show. It's still on television, by the way. He's been dead for like 80 years. It's this I TV remember show. Lawrence Welk, yeah. He literally came out on stage one night when his show used to be live on Saturday nights. He came out. And now, ladies and gentlemen, uh, our favorite selections of songs from World War I. <laughs> 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 he said World War I. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's not in there, Lawrence. Uh, <laughs> World War I. Yeah, He's been dead started. for 28 years. Now, one more, Lawrence Welk. I'm so glad Tevin's here for this one. Mm. Remember Bobby, the African-American dancer on the show? He was the tap dancer. It's only because I've heard this story a hundred times. Oh, God, yes. that's the greatest. It's like I was there. This is a true story. You can find it on the Internet if you look for it. But Bobby was a black man in America today, and he was on the show, and, and he was a today, great... you mean 60 years ago. 60 years ago. <laughs> he would come you. out and mostly tap dance, right? Once again, Lawrence, Mr. World War I, he comes out on... Another thing, you can find this on the Internet. No, I'm not making it up. Comes out after the song's over, puts his arm around Bobby's shoulder, and says, and I quote, for them, it's so easy. Oh, my. <laughs> he met tap, tap dancers. Oh, my. For them, it's so easy. Yes, he met people with classical training. <laughs> yes, that's what he meant, <laughs> classical dancers. Because I guarantee you I cannot easily tap dance. <laughs> Ah, you never know until you try. One black man who can't tap dance, and that would be Tevin Pittman. Yeah. Oh, God, it's a, those were the days back when mm-hmm. Pollocks would make fools of themselves on national television. Yeah, and that's why Lawrence Love was canceled. In, oh, God, now you remind me of a third part. Oh, this is the closer. No. Oh, my God. Don Rickles is on The Tonight Show with Johnny Carson. And he goes, Johnny, Jenny. Did you hear the Lawrence Welk show got canceled? He goes, yeah, I heard about that. He goes, did you hear how they did it? And Johnny goes, no, what are you talking about? He goes, yeah, how they canceled the show, you don't know? The guy walks out, he goes, I wanna and a tua, and that's it for you. <laughs> <laughs> The greatest. Now everybody's out there looking up Lawrence Welk because they have no idea who the hell I'm talking about. Yeah. He's been gone for a while. Yeah. He has. He would have a Vegas show if he was around now. Or Branson, maybe. Yeah, Branson, probably. (laughs) Boy made a lot of money, though, man. I'll tell you that. Holy Christ, did he make the huge dough. Oh, man, I bet. And he had KLEW Radio in North Dakota. He was from North Dakota, and he had a radio station KLEW. Why was it KLEW? Lawrence E. Well. Kill Whitey. <laughs> Kill Whitey? 
Oh, yeah. here we go all of a sudden. You gave him the ammo. Why am I the furthest from the door when he says things like that? You guys can get out the door before he gets to you. I'm screwed. <laughs> K-L-E-W is Welk backwards. Oh. Uh, well, if his middle initial was E, that's even better. Welky? Lawrence E. Welk, L-E-W. Yeah. Oh, that's true, Lou. Let's find out. Let's see, what was his middle initial if he even had one? He might not have. He might not have. So. Uh, yeah, it was back in the day. But he was from, uh, I believe it was Jamestown in North Dakota. Strasburg, North Dakota. Strasburg, where's that? Who knows? Strasburg. S- somewhere. It has Nobody a, really knows where anything is. It has a population of 400. Oh, my wow. God. That's quite a leap. The town of, when he there, he was there, it was probably 40 people. <laughs> uh, no, it was All actually, relatives. It was a booming 733. Oh, booming Jeez. back then. <laughs> All right, we got to turn it over to Kostaki and all that Greek now stuff. That you get now. two and a half minutes. Now, that, now we got the Polacks covered. We got to go to the Greeks. <laughs> I got a weird one today. Today, um, today's uh, topical sounding jokes. These are jokes that sound like they're from this week, but aren't. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> I used to write for a prep service. I used to write topical jokes for a radio service. Did you really? I didn't know that. Yeah, so I grabbed some of my favorite jokes from that from that universe. Uh, you get the idea. John Lennon's handwritten lyrics to the song Nowhere Man sold for $450,000. Elsewhere, a guy gave Ringo 10 bucks not to sing karaoke. Oh, poor Ring Ring. <laughs> You see, that could be from any time. It sort of has legs, you see. That's a top joke. <laughs> there are water shortages in Nairobi after floods tore through a dam. Apparently someone aggravated the god of irony. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the Royal Opera House in London recently canceled a performance by an American soprano because she's overweight. Oh. The rest of the show went on as scheduled, but without a fat lady singing, nobody knew when it was over. When it was over. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. A man broke the world record in the 100-meter sprint of men over 100 years old. Oh, God. To inspire the runners, they were chased by a guy dressed as the Grim Reaper. <laughs> run, baby, run. <laughs> so how long did it take him? <clears throat> Uh, I did. I don't have the number. I must. It, yeah, it's probably not a very impressive number. Actually. Probably not half hour. Probably not a right. four two kind of thing. Yeah. No, probably not four two. Yeah, <laughs> I think you're probably right. Four two forty. I imagine. Yeah. Yeah. Ten, under ten seconds would be a really good hundred meter. I would think. Here we oh. go. The hundred three year old runner, the Hurricane Hawkins, is setting world records. 100-meter dash in just 46 seconds. Jeez. What? Jesus. I can't do 46? anything in 46 seconds. That's like five times longer than a right. regular guy. Does he well, have a walker? That's, that's, a, that's not a very good... 46 seconds. <laughs> he looks pretty good for 103. Does he? Oh, yeah. Is he, on, is he date? <laughs> Are you looking for... No, I'm talking, I was thinking... <laughs> what? I was going to ask your thin ice comment that you might look at for somebody. <laughs> 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 oh, wait, Hurricane Hawkins is a woman. Hey. Oh, she must be really pretty since you thought it was a man. <laughs> well, there's a picture of an old man and an old woman racing each other. The story just keeps oh. getting better and better. Yeah, it does keep getting better. And so Hurricane funny. Hawkins is a woman. Yes. How about Tornado Jones for Catherine? That'll be your new nickname. Yeah, I can limp to the finish line. This is a very over 100-year-old way to respond to an interview. Uh, she, they asked her how she got so uh, 
good at running, and she said, I have an acre of land, and I have 50 kinds of trees, and I'm working on them all the time. Huh. How would that She's help you run? running to her trees, I <laughs> guess. Running I from know. tree to tree, I guess. Probably Keeps her not. Fit. Probably not. <laughs> uh, five ounces of crack cocaine were found in a toddler's diaper. Oh. Uh, cops became suspicious when the combination of those two smells made the drug dog pee himself. <laughs> <laughs> I can see that. <laughs> Here's another one. A drug-sniffing dog recently died from snorting too many amphetamines. Uh, sad. The sadder thing, cops found Courtney Love trying to smoke the dog. Oh! oh. Yeah, Hi-yo. It's like a marinade. <laughs> she know? was an easy target at one time, wasn't she? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Still <laughs> she really was. Still she is. certainly was. She certainly was. Uh, a Florida a man threw beer bottles at his girlfriend and hit her with a three-foot alligator during an argument in the couple's <laughs> mobile home. <laughs> In a, in a trailer. Yeah. Oh, God, no. The phrase, in the couple's mobile home, has never been less necessary. <laughs> well, that's true. Yeah. I wonder, was it live or dead? Uh, I think it was live. This was, I, I remember this story. Wow. It's not three feet. It's not a particularly big mm. alligator. Well, it's, uh, it's big still enough, hurt. It's big enough. Enough. Yeah. <laughs> it hurt like a son of a bitch if it bit you. Train it to snap at the end of the toss, then, you know, yeah. it could be a deadly weapon. <laughs> The other least necessary part of the story is the word Florida. Right. Yeah, that's hey, very true. Hey. Oh, Florida, girl man. With an alligator. That's Florida. <laughs> it is. It's true. Uh, <laughs> the Pentagon has postponed its missile interception test because of bad weather. Uh, don't we need it to work? <laughs> yeah. Bad weather? Yeah, it'd be good. I'd Someone... hate to have a nuclear bomb headed our way, but we can't defend ourselves because it's sprinkling. <laughs> sprinkling Looks the Looks like air. rain. Cancel the war. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> An exotic dance club showed up to recruit employees at a Massachusetts high school job fair. Organizers caught on when a lot of the $1 bills taken at the snack bar were folded long ways. <laughs> oh, what does that mean? I don't get the reference. <laughs> An online German magazine offered a ticket uh, uh, for a sold-out Madonna concert to a man who would have sex with their female columnist. The only problem was finding a guy who wanted to see the Madonna concert <laughs> and have sex with a woman. Yeah. <laughs> oh! Oh, well. Uh, is he wrong? <laughs> no. Not wrong. Which gets us to this. Corporate sponsors finally signing up with the International Gay Rodeo Association. Here's the thing about a gay rodeo. After a long weekend, you never know exactly why your ass is sore. Oh, oh my Jeez. God! <laughs> oh, boy, that's... I am... <laughs> There's another one on this subject. The cool thing about gay rodeo is how little you have to pack. One set of chaps will get you through the whole weekend. You can wear those on the plane. Yeah, that's true. Nice. Uh, a donkey named Paco Bell won the mayoral election in a small Colorado town. The best thing about having a donkey as your mayor, wherever you kiss him, technically it's ass. <laughs> God. That is the best thing. Did you get any sleep this weekend at all? <laughs> all right, two more. Uh, researchers tested the theory that eventually a bunch of monkeys will write a Shakespeare play by giving six monkeys a computer for a month. Oh, God. They didn't write Shakespeare, but they did write a sequel to Dude, Where's My Car? <laughs> <laughs> Very good. And finally, an obscenity charge has been dropped against a Texas woman accused of Tupperware-style house parties to sell uh, sex toys. 
She told the authorities that they can go screw themselves and that she'd love to host that party. <laughs> Good night, everybody. Thank you. Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, I've got a business venture for you. Our, our next-door neighbor, Mike, and I were talking about this. and let's see if you want to get involved. You ready? All right. We're going to open up a strip club and call it Nice Childhood. <laughs> what do you think? Very funny to me. <laughs> That's very funny to me. Funny. I, like okay. I, I have a terrible T-shirt idea. Oh, do you? Yeah, black labs matter. It's a picture of a dog. That that's bad, right? That's yeah, not, I wouldn't do that. Good. That's not. <laughs> well, let's go to the black man, Tevin. What do you think? <laughs> that's not, not good. Not bad good. Timing. Yeah. Yeah, too soon, maybe. That's inappropriate. Yes. Yeah. Well, it's uh, no worse than the computer-generated shirt on uh, Amazon a few years back that was making everyone upset. What? Uh, they would have AI make shirts just by putting two phrases together and then creating a shirt. Oh yeah. Automatically, and uh, the people one people didn't like was uh, "keep calm and rape a lot." <laughs> what? <laughs> It's, a, it's an AI. It doesn't know. It just put two phrases together. It's on the internet. Why would you have a rape a lot anyway? <laughs> yeah. It's the internet. Why, why is it an option? Yeah. Why would you have a rape a lot? That's a good question. <laughs> I like, don't why know. Why is that an option? Is that option <laughs> X, Y, or Z? God. Yeah. All right. Again, nice childhood. That's all I'm saying. Nice childhood is very funny. Good stock. We'll talk to you next week. Thanks, guys. Thanks a lot. Stocky Economopolis, ladies and gentlemen. We'll talk to you tomorrow with the family.